there. Welcome to today's episode of the WK Film Lab. I am joined by Zach. What's up? And Kanya. Yo! And today we will be talking about the film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Zach, true please classic give up. of comedy. True classic yeah. of comedy. So, Monty Python and Holy Grail. Okay, so it follows the skit group Monty Python which, you know, has got John Cleese um, and, you know, the Monty Python people, John Cleese, Chap- Graham Chaplin, Eric Edel, Terry Gillingham, Terry Jones. This was their first full-length movie, but um, this movie's hilarious. It's amazing. It's, it, it's, it's hidden under multiple levels of irony. It's literally true satire embodiment. It's it's what you would think if you were to make fun of every movie ever made. It makes fun of politics, religion, God. It's not afraid to even make fun of anything. It makes fun of nuns. It it, it makes fun of mob mentality. It's a great movie. There's so many great skits and scenes. And I'm going to ask everyone for their favorite joke in the show or favorite, not show, movie. Every skit or every scene that they like the best. Because this is basically just... The movie is a um, is a extended um, is an extended run of bits that are strung together with a very loosely strung narrative. It follows King Arthur and his knights of the Round Table going on a quest to find the Holy Grail. That's the main plot of the movie, and then hijinks ensue and the writers go crazy. Yeah, so I'm going to ask happen. I'm going to ask Kanye what's his favorite. Wow. Um... Okay, so I have, I think, I think, I think I have like three. Um, choose one. Oh, choose one, one because one. you know we want, everyone wants to choose one. I, okay, so I think I'm gonna go with uh, the rabbits. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the rabbits because <laughs> that that scene shocked my core. Oh wait, no, the 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 Black Knights was also very good. Yeah. Ish. Okay, no, I'm sticking with the rabbits. I'm sticking with the rabbits. Okay, I'm sticking with the rabbits. Um, so I think wh- why I love that scene was just like how uh, just shocking it was <laughs> for because this was my first time uh, seeing the film. You know, I, I I've heard of Monty Python. I've you know heard of its legend, right? But I've never seen it. You know, it's yeah. So. To see that scene for the first time, because you know, like Tim the Devil, I think he's the, the devil. Tim the no, Enchanter. The Enchanter, sorry. His name's Tim. Yeah, Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> Love sorry, him so much. I, yeah. Um, sorry, I kept thinking he was the devil. Anyways, uh uh, so Tim he keeps on saying, No, that, that thing is dangerous. <laughs> that thing is dangerous. And I'm just like, okay, I get that, but you know, when is something and then oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> then it just jumps onto a person and bites their neck off. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Like, See, I took that as a warning for everyone who wants to um, hunt furries. You know, that's just what is going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Kai, what was your favorite bit in the movie? I, okay. Yeah, I had two favorite bits because I can't decide between the two. Is um pick one Tim the Enchanter when he just keeps when he just keeps um like exploding stuff for no reason. Like legit 
No, like seriously, there was no reason behind it. You just see, you just see the camera change to him, and he points at something, and it just explodes. Oh yeah. And then also so the, and then also the famous Black Knight scene. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. Just start kicking. <laughs> also, that last line that the Black Knight says, um, uh. What was I'll, it? it was, I'll bite your feet I'll off. I'll bite your legs off. I'll bite your legs off. I quickly want to just quickly add something real quick. Um, the budget for this movie was 200,000 quid. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, Wait. that that is quite a lot for 1975. And then especially again, to me as a... In, where I live in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Because then again, though... I mean, for them, you yeah. Tell, but... dude, you could obviously tell that CGI, the, 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 the blood was so fake. <laughs> it's what... Yeah. That's the whole point of the comedy. That's, it enhanced it, if anything. And anyway, yeah. I want to talk about my yeah, favorite bit. Of course. And man, it, it has to be King Arthur's conversation with the peasants. Where, oh yeah, because it, it, it's because it's like it's stooped in like layers of self-referential humor. Because he's like, "I am king; you shall lay down to me." And then the peasant, yeah, the peasant brings up a lot of good points. He's like, "Well, yeah. why, why are you king? The lady of the lake, she gave it to me. I don't think that's." And then he starts, and then the peasant starts talking about repression. And the king, <laughs> the king Arthur immediately smacks him over the head, and he starts shouting, "Help!" I'm being repressed. See, see, he's he's repressing me. See, he's repressing dude, me. Right there. Right there. This is this is what happens when you've got a monarchy. We live in a something something commune, and then I'm just there laughing. <laughs> it's such a it's such a smart exchange, and it's something that that you could only think if you're watching it from if you're this is the type of they're they're basically saying what you're thinking. You're thinking like, wait, why is the Lady of the Lake giving King Arthur a sword? Or something, and then he's now king of Britain. Like, what? Yeah, it's great. It's great comedy. I love it. And it's so, and the, like acting is just on another level because it's like it's like it, it gives the same vibe as if I and a bunch of my friends decided just to play crazy characters on stage. That's the feeling I get from it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's something like you yeah. know, if you're doing improv, like. Um, uh, I don't know. It's very because I mean the, the 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 whole crew. You know that they, they bounce off each other so well, mm -hmm. and it's like a natural exchange. But you know, a, a funny thing with the film is that uh, none of it was uh, every line and bit uh, wasn't improvised. Uh, actually, uh, they followed uh, a script. Uh, every word was that was spoken was uh, from uh, a script that they had written. And, mm. But, you know, it gives off that, you know, holistic vibe uh, where it's just these just these people just like, you know, yeah, you know, let's just have a good time. Let's just uh, play around with these skits and these ideas. And they also just make fun of every single thing on planet Earth. Like <laughs> this movie, like, like, I can't think of a single thing that they didn't make fun of. Like they made fun of everything from dumb people to super smart people who think they're smart. They made fun of heroes. They made fun of villains. They made fun of God. They made fun of everything. They don't care. 
and it's yeah. glorious. Yeah, and I think also the uh, when they made fun of them, uh, you know, it was it was tasteful. You know, uh, like the when they were making fun of uh, God, for example, uh, uh, God said something like. Oh, and those depressing psalms. <laughs> I, I laughed, and I laughed because they are like, like pretty much like literally the psalms of David. It's just like David being, I'm very happy. And then uh, David is just like being chased by his own son who wants to kill him. And then David's just like, I'm not happy. <laughs> and he's just crying. It's just like, ah, help me, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, the, the jokes were quite tasteful. Uh, nothing. Uh, uh, I, I mean, mean it's too open. And also the holy hand grenade. <laughs> like what? And the way they have like a Bible for like weapons. Oh yeah, what is it? What was it called again? The Aish, uh, I forgot. Um whatever. Whatever the, the their Bible's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I really liked that, uh, Zach, you pointed it out, where uh, the film uh, uh, makes fun of the whole chivalry uh, concept, you know, um, you know, uh, in British, uh, in English folklore, you know, we have Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, you know, going up with their, um, uh, what are they called? With the, their horns. The jousting things. Yeah, what if the lances? The lances. They go yeah. out and they go out and they rescue yeah. people and like he, what is it, Sir Lancelot? He goes out and he rescues the castle, but he ends up killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and it's like a nice, uh, you know, uh, kind of like a um, a pre-Deadpool if you kind of think about it, because. Um, when you yeah. look at Deadpool, you can see that Deadpool was obviously, I think even the concept of Deadpool was probably inspired by this uh, film. And um, and that like uh, breaking of the fourth wall and like, you know, this superhero that's very, very, very anti-hero uh, likely comes from that. And yeah, it's just, it's like a brilliant origin story for uh, modern day comedy. Yeah. yeah. And there's also like, it's, it's so how can i there's also like it's very jarring when you watch it because they go and when when you first watch it you watch it when they go to camelot you expect to have this grand thing and then it just cuts to a musical number <laughs> and, and you're and then, sitting there on your couch you're like wait wait is what it, the is, fuck? Is, is this a musical now what is going on and right. and then arthur and then arthur is just like uh, on second thought let us not go to camelot it is a it's, silly it's, place. A very, it's a silly place. <laughs> it's a silly place. <laughs> and then they just ride their their, their horses, air quotes, uh, to those listening. I'm putting air quotes to horses. And then and then it comes like like Sir Robin the Brave is actually a coward. And then Sir Galahad the Pure actually got seduced by a bunch of horny nuns. <laughs> oh guys, did you notice uh Sir uh Robin? Uh, yeah. His shield is a chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you <Yeah>. notice? <laughs> that oh, that's like brilliant detail. You, and the thing is, it's not like the jokes get old. Like there's some yeah. comedies that that you watch it once and you laugh, and then afterwards you're like, yeah, yeah. it's dry you're kind now. of it's dry. This now. this movie I can watch like a hundred times over, and I'll find it funny every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 like, you know, the, the nice, the cool thing about this movie, I, I mentioned it like maybe 
two or three episodes back. Uh, but you know, I referenced Citizen Kane, how it's like yeah. you know the 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 Godfather of like um, a lot of modern day dramas. This is like the Godfather of modern day comedy. And, yeah. And you know, I was pointing out with Citizen Kane that like the reason why it's so highly praised not only is it um, a good uh, movie, a good movie, but it's it has influence. that lasting. It has that lasting influence, and that's what's so great about this film is that it. It it's uh, resonated with generations after, yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, what what else can we talk about? Say say about Monty Python. Uh, John Cleese is um, hilarious as always. Of course, of course. It's just it's just every it's something that I I've I've come to notice is that. Is that all? Like most comedies, especially older comedies, they they weren't afraid to make fun of anything. And the thing is, it's not like overly offensive humor. They made yeah. fun. They made fun of um, of all types of people, all types of groups, by sort of challenging the ideas instead of like the people themselves. So instead of making fun of, let's just say, uh, the witch and like making this thinly veiled attempt at sexism, it tried to show them as dumb people who didn't understand, mm. who thought that if she weighs as much as a duck and the duck floats, that means the duck is made out of wood, meaning if we can burn it, she's a witch. Yeah. You know, and the fact that she did actually end up being as, as heavy as a duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow. You know, yeah, it was like a nice jab at the the stupidity of sexism. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and um, definitely, yeah. I think, um, uh, you know, the 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 thing with the the God section, uh, because I'm I, I'm someone who's um, who's uh, uh, like read read extensively on the Christian faith. And um, for me, that wasn't offensive because uh, that depiction of God was a very uh, absurdist idea. So it was yeah. like, so it wasn't, it wasn't like uh, hurting me, uh, someone who believes in the faith, because that image was just wrong. <laughs> and but like what he was, what that God was saying was actually funny, even though it was a very absurdist depiction. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, the depressing songs. Oh, why, the depressing. Why, do I, why do I want to send you here? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. You're an idiot. And he comes out and he's like this paper cutout. He's not even like something realistic. Yeah. It was it was just oh, yeah. the, the way they had the animations actually was really clever as well. Animations, yeah. in, Instead of having like a CGI, like the, what was it called? The black monster or whatever. I don't know. With the multiple eyes at the end. Oh yeah! Instead of like saying, a... "Oh yeah, these guys conquered the great beast," and, <laughs> except, and was... no, they said the the animator got a heart attack <laughs> and <laughs> couldn't draw anymore. Yeah, because uh, the the animation was based on like early thirteenth and twelfth century art. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think it's. Uh, Pre, uh, pre, uh, uh, what's it called? The 
Enlightenment? Renaissance. The pre pre-Renaissance, obviously. Oh, pre so, uh, uh, the, the art was the animation was based on that uh, art. Yeah. That 2D art style. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic film. Fantastic film. I think let's let's yeah. rate it. Let's give it a rating. <clears throat> All yeah, right. It's, uh, it's a solid nine out of ten for me. A great comedy. You want to laugh? Watch it. Watch it again, and watch it two more times. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll give it an eight point nine. Take away the point one because it confused me at the end, and I was happy about that. <laughs> Other than that, great laugh. Absolutely love it. Very classic. It. Yeah. It. I think it was also a bit ahead of its time. Mm. Yeah, um, I think for me, oh yeah, this, this it actually reminds me of another another thing. Uh, okay, let me just get my rating and then I'll say. Uh, I think I'll give it also a nine. Yeah, I think I'll give it a nine. Uh, for me, I I think I would have bumped it higher, but I think because this film is so um, immortalized, I had a you know I had many high expectations. Uh, mm -hmm. For this film, I would have probably bumped it up to like very close to Birdman, but like because of my preconceived ex expectations, I was just like, I had a great time, but you know, I didn't laugh as much as I think I would have if I was more uh, pure in terms of what I knew about the film and what I didn't know. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, it it's sometimes like that. You know, like sometimes you watch a movie, and like, this is this is. What, one of my problems with with watching a lot of like or like consuming a lot of media around film is that films can get hyped up to such a standard that mm. you believe that it's better than it actually is. Yeah, that's why sometimes I normally just look at the normally I just like look at the rating on like IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes before I go watch something in the theater. Yeah, and then when I mm. come out, that's when I start to think, oh, was it good or not? I might have to watch it again. And then I start looking into it because instead of just thinking, so there's something like what is a, like, what is like a movie that everyone holds to a high standard that's not like that good? Um, maybe all modern Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, no, that, that, no everyone knows that. And no one thinks that's great cinema. Nobody. Um, yeah, what about um, Endgame? No, because that the thing Endgame was very good, actually, though. Yeah, no, mm. but the thing is with Endgame is that we, I think we've discussed this many times. It's sort of it's more like an event rather than a movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I've got it. It's um, something like um, something like that. Like the first, I'm thinking now. What was something? No, but there are a bunch of these movies. Ah, yes. Now I know. Um, Shape of Water. Guillermo oh. Del Toro. Oh, now, Guillermo's film. Now, here's, oh, okay. the thing. here's the thing, right? I liked it. I just think it was a little bit overhyped in its genius. Oh, okay. Because it was like, it was a bit overhyped. People were thinking it was very good. I'm like, well, it's a good movie, but it's not as good as you think it is. That's, yeah. that's one of the examples. You guys can probably find countless others. Oh, yeah. You, you kind of, you also remind me uh, of another director, Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, his film The Master. Uh, it stars Joaquin Phoenix, um, uh, Amy Adams, and um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Okay, I'll remember it later. But anyways, it's it is a fantastic film. It is a fantastic film. Fantastic, probably one of the best. Uh, uh, has probably the best cinematography 
uh, one of the best um, shot films ever, uh, one of the best um, uh, shot films ever made, I think. Uh, but it it isn't, yeah, I had very high expectations for it as well. And it was also very, very much hyped. Um, uh, you know, reading reviews about it saying, the, the master is a masterpiece, you know, uh, reading stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, Joaquin uh, Phoenix, you know, he's Joaquin Phoenix. He's fantastic. Uh, everyone was fantastic. Rami Malek, Mr. Robot is there. He was also great. So, but, uh, you know, but it wasn't, you know, like, <gasps> um, I think it was, it was fantastic, but it wasn't fantastic, you know? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's it it gets it gets extended to such a level when you finally get to watching it, you get a bit underwhelmed, and that's what I don't really like about like, a lot of I don't know what how could I call this like movie media mm. because a lot of people just like buy into the hype. It's the same with almost everything. But um, let's move on to yes. The second biggest award show, actually third. Well, is it bigger or smaller than the Golden Globes? Um, it has more class than the Golden Globes, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the second biggest award show in show business, the one everyone thinks second of. Anyway, let's get to <laughs> it. Um, you had a bit of gripes with the nominations, Kanye. Could you please yes. go through which ones you don't think? Yes. So uh, the the twenty twenty Emmy Award nominations. I have I have many thoughts. I have many thoughts. Um, okay. So let's. Okay. So I'll go through the the comedies. I'll just go through the comedies. So for starters, there are things here that just why 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 are you here? So <laughs> the this show, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Guys, I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure everyone yeah. listening has heard something about it. Guys, it is the most boring thing I've ever watched. It's just white people um, wanting to become stars and some nonsense and, just, you know, getting married. God, gracious me. Um, you said okay, funny, I at least. Hey, That's no. I, I couldn't go through the first 10 minutes, man. Like... I I watched I tried to watch episode one. Episode one is like fifty something minutes long. I couldn't stand the first ten minutes. Like you know, it's one of those. It's like one of those like quick talking um, comedies. You know, like where everyone is talking. You know, very rapidly and very theatrically. It's a very theatrical show, and it's it the set design, the production design is fantastic. I'm sure the actors and the writers may I. I, I may be just dishing on them. Maybe it's just not my type of show, but I feel it's just, I feel it's just overrated. Um, that, and there's just, a, there's a show that should be here that's not here. Um, uh, a show called Rami. Uh, uh, it's the show uh, by uh, this guy, this up and up and coming uh, guy, Rami Yosef. And he's, he's brilliant. He's, uh, he's in the times, you know, he's talking about stuff that's relating to the times. Um, he's, uh, he's talked, the show is based on, uh, his, um, American Muslim experience, you know, um, I can't remember, is he, 
is his family from Pakistan? I'm not sure. But you know, he's talking about that um uh that perspective of life, and it's just it's funny, it's incredible. The yeah. But it's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now uh okay, I'm gonna skip. Uh uh, who am I gonna go for? You guys know, oh, oh, yeah, Sterling, Sterling Brown, Sterling Brown. So, uh, you, uh, remember we talked about uh, this is us the other time. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. So Sterling K. Brown, uh, he plays a character named um, Randall Pierce. He's been nominated since the first uh, year that um, uh, this is us has been coming out, and I'm just like, guys stop <laughs> stop it like he's he's been over nominated like there's so many shows here that have been over nominated yes that's my problem there are so many things here that are over oh my god over nominated and it's getting annoying they're not putting any new and 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 groundbreaking uh things and they, they're just putting uh comfortable uh things that people know, Better Call Saul and those types. I mean, Better Call Saul is great. It's very good. It's a very good show. Uh, don't get me wrong. I really do like it. But they keep putting it. They keep putting it. They don't. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's my biggest issue with the, these rewards. Just they just put things that are so comfortable. That's. <sighs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, to be honest, I'm not really in tune with like all these Emmy awards. I just I I know they're like the biggest like awards for like TV shows or something. Yeah. I but, think like, Watchmen should. I be think what I'm what I'm glad what I'm glad about is that apparently they had a lot of um LGBTQ representation in the Emmys yes. this time. Yes. Oh so, yes. Like especially especially Euphoria. I'm not sure mm. what what nomination it got, but I, I think. Uh, but I it really know. was an outstanding show. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh yes, I saw. Uh, I've been. Act I actually started Euphoria uh, uh, the other day. Episode one air was uh, was air for me. Episode two is getting it's yeah. getting better. Uh, I'm on episode three now. Cinematography is fantastic. Zendaya's yeah. performance is not growing on me yet, but I'm sure it will because okay. she was nominated. Guys, uh, I, I, I quickly yeah. just wanna. Um, I quickly just wanna uh, just. I wanna talk about something. And Euphoria got nominated for contemporary costumes. Which I think the costume work in that in that show is great. I don't know how mm -hmm. Blackish got nominated because it's just people wearing normal clothes. But anyway. <laughs> now I want I want I want to quickly just 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 want to show okay outstanding variety talk series twenty twenty. Okay, so we've got Samantha B, Jimmy Kimmel, John Oliver, Trevor Noah. And Stephen Colbert. Do you laugh at these people? Have you ever watched one of these shows and laughed? Is oh, this a variety? I mean, the only one I have, the only one I have laughed at is probably um, Trevor Noah because he's the only funny one out of all of them. Uh, John Oliver. John Oliver is also brilliant. I love. I love okay, John. I haven't. Okay, John. I haven't seen John Oliver yet, actually. And the thing is with these, this just, I don't know, this is just, it's such a, for me, this is like, it's like the, the variety talk show series, right? It's, it's such a congested, um, 
such a congested category. It's like the same shit over and over. Like there's, it's it's like what you were saying, Kanye. They nominate the same things, and do you know why they <laughs> nominate the same things, especially in this bloody category? Is because there's only five shows that fall into the category. Exactly. Why <laughs> have a category if there's only five, five shows? Things. Yeah. Yes. So they they put they put the same things, and they just have unnecessary. Uh, yes. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. Like, why can't you put that as a comedy show? Because that's what it is. It's a comedy show at the end of the day. Yeah. A exactly. late night show. So I don't know why. And then there's only five. So the same five will always win. And then I also want to talk about. Um, let's quickly go through the lead actor and lead actress in the drama series for our final little thing about to talk about. Because I want to go through each one. And I want to ask you guys, do they deserve to be nominated? Okay, uh, let me get to that list so I can see it. Get okay, there. wait, before before we start that, how did Stranger Things get nominated if, if oh their latest season aired in, like, what was it, 2018 or 2019? I have no idea. Dude. Uh, I don't know what how you categorize it is 2020. Is it, like, it released in 2019? Is oh, yeah, no. Exactly. Um, so, uh, guys, how the... Uh, how it works, the picking. So, um, shows that were released in 2019 are in the nominations for 2020. The shows in 2020 are in the nominations for 2021. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, so, okay. Stranger Things does fall into that category. Yes, I just don't know why it falls into it. Okay. It's, there's so many better shows, but anyway. It's so much, so many better. Okay, it's okay. interactive extension of a linear program. That's what it got nominated for. It also got nominated for better. It also got nominated. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it got nominated oh. for best series, drama series. Okay, guys, yeah, there are series there that don't need to be there. But anyway, Zach, let's okay, do... let's talk about lead outstanding lead actor drama series. Also, I don't know why they've got such long titles. Anyway, um, Jason Bateman in Ozark. I that's that's I think that's good. I think that's a good shout. For okay. a lead actor, I think that's a good shot. It's a nomination. I don't think he has to win. I think there's a better no. performance here. Okay. I will talk because I'll be in big trouble because I haven't actually seen many of these things. Okay. Um, Billy Porter as Pose. Never watched it. Um, have you watched it? Um, I've seen. What have I seen? I've seen Pose. I've, <laughs> I've seen poses. I've seen um, like little clips of it and. He has a very energetic presence. Um, he, he has uh, the, the you know, uh, what's the word? Yeah, he has the, the screen presence. I don't know. I can't comment on the performance, but I, I get the sense that he has the... Um, okay, yeah. Steve Carell, The Morning Show. No. Has anyone watched The Morning Show? Because no. What even is class. that? That's what even get, is that? You get three for three months when you buy a new iPhone, and then you just don't get it. It's the worst. It's the worst thing Apple's ever created. I despise it. it... Guys, I, I miss Steve Jobs so much. Like, like... It's, it's it's bad. It's 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 Apple's failure at making a streaming service, and I'm not even going to talk yeah. about the rest because I don't know. Okay. Lead actress in a drama series. If I don't see some Zendaya in here, boys. exactly. Oh, Zende Zendaya is here. 
Oh, very good. Uh, your very good. Faster than mine, therefore you load first. Oh, oh, she, she, oh, she did what? Oh, she, she really does, uh, you know, perform. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just started Euphoria, so let me not. Uh, I can't comment yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Killing Eve, Killing Eve. Okay. No, um, those two. I I watch Killing Eve. Fantastic show. It's so it's so uh, it, it's nice comfort food, but it's not. Uh, is no. it a drama? I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a drama comedy, but there's more drama. The comedy is very dry at points. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the whole categorization. Oliver, so the crown. The, cr they're, they're the crown is very good. The crown is very but good. Isn't it, but but isn't it all it, yeah. me at this point? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Aren't there other shows that have better female leads? Or is, yes. this just, or is this just the things that we're looking at? And then the morning show again. Nope, fuck off. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pay for Apple TV Plus. To watch the morning show where they talk, where it's basically like, like watching behind the scenes of CNN. I don't care. <laughs> you expect me to watch this? Oh, to watch wow. Jennifer Anderson and to watch Jim from The Office. Oh no, what the fuck? What's his name? What's his character's name from The Office? Um, the manager, um, Michael Scott. The Michael, Michael Scott. from The Office and some Jennifer Anderson who made her freaking fortune of friends to watch them pretend to be a journalist. I don't no. care. I'd rather no watch Euphoria. God. Okay, limited yeah. series. Let's see what they've got in here, man. Let's see what they've got. Let's see what they've got. Can you list them out? I can't see them. Yeah. Little got fires Hugh Jackman and Okay, I've watched oh, that. That's okay. pretty Oh, wait. Good. Are you on actresses or actor? No, limited series. Outstanding limited oh, series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Miniseries, yeah. Uh, little fires everywhere. I've watched that. It's, it's no. nomination worthy it's not winnable no it's not winnable no it's not winnable it's nomination worthy i think yeah. last year i think last year was um a bit better because you know chernobyl but anyway oh uh yeah last year was tough the the race was chernobyl and when they see us like mm. anyone could have uh, and then yeah. you've got miss america Tanya, have you watched that? Uh, yeah, it has Kate Blanchett. It has a very good, uh, very good cast. Uh, it's well, it's well shot. Um, I can't remember. Did I see it or did I just watch a trailer? I can't remember. But okay. yeah, but I think it's yeah. And now we've got two Netflix shows that I've never heard of in my life. Uh, unbelievable and unorthodox, Kanye. Unbelievable is very interesting. Yes. Guys, Unbelievable is actually a very interesting concept. So basically this girl, uh, she reports this guy for raping her, but it's not true. Um, so it's kind of like a, uh, so it's based on a true story uh, where this girl actually um, testifies saying that this guy raped me, but in reality, uh, uh, he didn't. Uh, so now the investigators are, so going, are digging deep into concept. it. If it. If it's well made, it could win. And then, boys, Watchmen. Watchmen! Yes! I think it should win. To be honest, it, it, I think it, it has should to. win. It has it's to. It's HBO, man. HBO are masters at doing this, man. They're, they're masters at making limited series. Kai, uh, have you seen Watchmen? Mm -hmm. I've heard of it. 
I heard I heard of Watchmen, but I haven't seen it. It was on DSTV, but then I was at school when it was when the episodes were oh, airing. So duh. it's not on Netflix, is it? No, it's probably no. on catch up. Yeah. If you if you look. I don't um, have okay, up, we don't so. care about reality TV because it's just a bunch of people pretending. We don't care. It's just as fake as normal TV. It's not even reality. It's just scratched that. Yeah. Up. Oh, uh, can I bring up uh best actor in a limited series? Okay. So uh there it's uh Jeremy Irons uh for Watchmen. Um um uh, Hugh Jackman in Bad Education. Hugh Jackman. Um Mark what? Ruffalo should win. This Mark Ruffalo. Yes, I was gonna bring I him up. Mark Ruffalo. Now, uh, his performance. I've watched this show. Mm. It's, it should win. I'm, if it doesn't win, I at least want to see uh, maybe uh, Jeremy Pope because Hollywood's a good show. Um, like that. Uh, well, okay. So for me, I've I've watched Hollywood. I enjoyed it as well. But I think out of all the actors that should have been nominated from that show, it should have been. Um, the actress for Meg. I, I don't yeah. remember her character's name. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Why Why did the crowd... And she, is this things like yeah. this, right? Yeah, There's things yes. like this where they're, they're actors, but then because they're, because they're shows that everyone watches. And no, it's not... I don't... Honestly, I used to, I used to like watching award shows to find things that I haven't watched that are kind of yeah. good that you watch again now it's just the same shit that everyone talks about yes i don't i don't know man uh, i think i think uh let's let's move on from the awards because we're just getting angry and kai is just kai um, getting bored because i don't watch tv shows dude <laughs> <laughs> kai watches youtube that's his tv uh, we'll, yep. do special, we'll do a special episode on the streamies when it comes out. <laughs> about online content creators. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. 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 I despise. I despise award shows. I yeah. despise. No. I, I. Yeah. I really do. Okay. Uh. So I think let's get to our recommendations, and then we can close it off okay so i'll say my recommendation because it's a big nostalgia trip if you're gen z or i don't know millennial or whatever i don't or, really or know, just, you know avatar the last airbender it's amazing oh guys I re-watched it, yeah i re- i rewatched it the uh, like three weeks ago i can't believe how much i missed it it's just amazing. Go watch it if you haven't already. Otherwise, you're living under a rock. Guys, have you seen Korra? Avatar Korra? Of course. Yes. Okay. Okay. I want to ask, did you enjoy it or did you not? Fuck. Okay. Korra is a... Okay, pardon my French, but Korra is a, is like... It's mixed. Like, okay. Book one and book three. Class. Book two... Into the gulag, please. We don't want that. We don't want that here. Into the gulag. Honestly. It it really ruined Avatar for me. I mean, I still love it, but book two is just not great. Book four, it was okay. Not nearly as bad as book as book two, but not like as good as book as book one and three. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it's 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 mixed. Okay, Kanye, what's your recommendation to round this up? 
Okay, uh, my recommendation. Firstly, it is a, a YouTube video. Um, <laughs> okay. Just, 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 just wait on me. Uh, uh, so it's called uh, "What Monty Python and the Holy Grail Taught Me About Filmmaking" by this YouTuber called Cinema Tyler. So basically, uh, he he give he does a deep dive into how Monty Python was made. Um, the directors, how the directors directed, you know, yeah, it's like a good so, um, it's a behind mini, the scenes, sort of like a documentary on YouTube. Yeah, a mini, a mini biography, a mini biography of yeah, the making of the film. This is why we like YouTube because you can get quality content for free and subscribe to one of our patrons' um, YouTube channels. Kai, would you like to do a bit of a shameless plug? <laughs> no, I'd rather not because you're not gonna find my channel because the, I ha there's another channel with the same name that has a lot more stuff <laughs> than I do. So okay. I'll, save, I'll save the shameless plug for what for for when like I'm. We'll, I we'll put, your, we'll put your link in the description, fam. We'll put your link at the description. Anyway, Fair my enough. recommendation is um, the 2014 movie um, Nightcrawler. Now I want to tell you how I found this movie. It's late at night. I'm laying in bed and I'm watching Jake Gyllenhaal find dead bodies in LA because he's a sociopath. <laughs> and this movie's called Nightcrawler. And he's basically, this movie's, this movie, so Jake Gyllenhaal, it's got the same vibes as Zodiac, but he's, he's sort of, um, he, him and also the, our boy, um, Tobey Maguire is in this movie as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but, Anyway, so he is this freelance journalist and he gets a lot of money if he finds dead bodies and gets photos of them and sends them to the press. But then he starts thinking, well, I can make a lot more money if I just start killing people and then to get the photos and send it to the press because I'll be there first no matter what. And then oh. hijinks ensue. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What a plot. <laughs> Yeah, so this is like if Robert Graysmith uh, was the Zodiac the whole time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Theory. M. Night Shyamalan. Conspiracy. Turns Conspiracy. out they're in the same universe. Yes. He changed his name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think uh, Wait, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Zach, who you just mentioned, M. Night Shyamalan or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> It's the same one that 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 directed the Avatar live action movie. Yeah, that also needs to be sent, that also needs to be sent right into the gulag. Uh, I mean, he also he also directed like Unbreakable and also what's it called again? Split. Slumdog Millionaire, wasn't it? No, no, that was Danny Boyle. Um, yeah. no, okay. uh, he, he directed did... Six Sixth Sense. Yeah, Sixth... and he also did the oh. Village and stuff. He's actually like an accomplished filmmaker. He just mm. his movies got he more twists and turns than a pretzel. <laughs> anyway, I think that's um, it's the end. That's the end. Thanks Roll for tuning outro. in, guys. Roll outro. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.